Do you want to grow and transform into a more free-flowing way of thinking and doing? In this episode with our next guest, he did not only talk about how his childhood story affected him until his adult life, but he also shared practical ways to shift our mindset, drop the ego, <clears throat> shout out to our fellow men out there. Take the choices of life that help you grow and have that inner work to be the best you. Feel free to let me know your takeaways or thoughts on this episode. I'd love to hear them. Enjoy. Welcome back to our show, Empower Your Life. I'm your host, Cindy Marie. Our next guest, he's a life and business coach. He's also a civil servant working for the UK Civil Service. He's someone who massively struggled for the majority of his life with depression and various physical issues. In the last six years, he continually cured all of these challenges and is starting creating a life that he wants to live with ease, peace, and most importantly, fun. Now he is uh, creating thriving coaching and consulting businesses, helping others making their dreams a reality. So I cannot wait for him to share his story. Also some tips and tr tricks over there for us to shift our mindset to really live the life that we want to live. So without further ado, may I welcome to you our next guest, Coach Stuart or Stu Rollins. Hi, Stu. Welcome to our show and thank you for being part of this. How are you? I am great. Thank you very much. I am great. Yeah, it's, uh, I was going to say, it, well, it, it, unsurprising, it's not sunny in the UK, but it's, uh, it's a great week off I have. So uh, yeah, and I'm looking forward to talking to you on your show. Awesome. By the way, I just forgot. I just realized that you have a wonderful background out there. The heart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I can't claim credit for, for that. Actually, it's a, it's a Brazilian artist, um, ah. Romero Brito, and it's called Big Love. Um, the love that uh, kids have for their parents. So yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I love it. It's, it's wonderful. I, I bet even in real, that will be full of colors. But anyway, let's talk about coach Stuart Rollins. So for those people, listeners and viewers out there that who don't know who is coach Stuart Rollins and his story, um, you have mentioned before that uh, when you were a kid, you were being bullied, full of anxiety, depression, and now you're a life and business coach. So share with us your story, the transformation and the shifting. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, to be honest, I don't think we have enough time in the, in the hour that we've got to talk about everything that I've gone through. But it's um, but for sure, yeah, my, my, my childhood was pretty difficult in terms of being bullied and being on my own quite a lot. And, and I was, I'll freely say that my parents were loving parents. They were, they were actually around, um, although my dad did work a lot. Um, but I willingly, uh, I guess, not willingly, I said, that's a bit of a, a wrong word to use, I guess, but I kind of isolated myself quite a lot uh, mentally. And yeah, I, I guess I mentally isolated myself quite a lot. I didn't have too many friends at school. I had, you know, I had uh, a, a number obviously, but then, uh the last two years we we fell out uh, for, for some reason and I spent two years uh pretty much in the library on my own reading uh so yeah I, I lived quite an isolated I guess mentally isolated uh and then unfortunately I mean university was brilliant for me um and I am very much paraphrasing uh, a lot of this but yeah that was 
university was really good for me. And then unfortunately after I had a really bad uh, uh, and a long breakup with my ex-girlfriend, which then uh, kind of led to depression. Uh, although I think I probably had depression when I was uh, a teen as well, because I kind of self-harmed a bit. Um, I had issues with my weight. Um, I generally had quite a lot of issues when I had when I was a teen as well. I was probably I was suicidal, I guess, at some at certain points in my teen years as well. Um, but yeah, after the bad breakup, it kind of all came back. So I had depression, stress, anxiety. Uh, I had a little bit of OCD with washing my hands, which I guess oh. that was quite useful in the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, and then and then I guess at my worst, and I tell this story quite uh, fairly regularly, I guess. But at my worst, I was walking outside my office, wishing I couldn't swim, and and you know, crossing the road, not really caring where the car was coming. So I guess that's kind of where I was, not too long ago, like six six years ago, I guess. And just I, it's always gone a lot quicker than I think. So it's, I think it was 20, 2016 when I met my own coach, and that's kind of when my life started to really change. So yeah, that would be six years ago. So so yeah, I was then as I mentioned, I was really lucky to get invited to my coach's wedding, uh, a massive Indian wedding, and. Uh, and actually, I didn't mention I had insomnia for about eight or nine years as well, which was a pretty big thing to, I guess, forget. But, um, but yeah, I was sleeping around three hours a night for, for, for a number of years. And then I got invited to my coach's wedding, uh, not by chance, because I knew the guy who invited me. But then by chance, I kind of just got talking to a few of his uh, clients. Mm-hmm. And that's when... That's when things really started to change for me, actually, because there was one guy there who who I didn't. I, I, I said I say this to him all the time, but I freely uh, admit that I didn't actually understand what he was talking about in terms of mindset, in terms of kind of the stuff that I I talk about now. And but but the one of the most thing or the key thing that really resonated with me was how he also was suicidal, and his own story was essentially that he pulled the trigger for a gun uh, to, 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 to kill himself. And they actually, the, the trigger or something in the gun failed. And it's about one in a hundred or one in 10,000 chance of failure in a modern gun. And he then realized, obviously that wasn't who he was. Um, he, and he had, a, he had a kind of, I guess, a massive insight and, uh, and then that led to him and changing his life. But that, that really resonated with me because I was kind of like, I was at this similar point in my life and I was like, he can get from where he was to where he was at, or where I saw him at the wedding I was like yeah there's something something kind of deep inside me kind of got curious and uh yeah I think I I think I spent the next two or three months I think I spent two or three months kind of just like googling Sid Banks and Sid Banks is essentially it is um for anyone who doesn't isn't aware it's kind of a uh it used to be rather he's a Scottish he was a Scottish welder who had a uh, an insight, a, quite a big insight, or um, I guess enlightening moment, as people refer to it as. But I spent, anyway, I come back to me, I spent two or three months kind of looking and listening to him, not really understanding what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, and eventually it got to the point where I, I was kind of it got too it got harder for me to uh, carry on as I was than just to kind of reach out and ask for help 
Um, so yeah, so that's, I guess that's kind of, that is my very brief uh, history in, uh, to, to, to actually being coached. Um, and then since then, I, 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 I still had a bit of stress and anxiety at particular points in my life, depression. Um, I won't, I won't lie. It wasn't kind of like I met my coach and then, you know, like, like that, I, everything went. Um, but things did start to get better quite quickly um, for me. And yeah, my life massively changed and I'm a massively different person. And I think not to gloss over the last six years, the last six years, I also had, I still had insomnia issues for a large, uh, large part of that. Uh, I still work in a, uh, a day job as a civil servant. Uh, and then the anxiety and stress came back, particularly at the start of the pandemic. Um, but yeah, then I, then I kind of, I got rid of it. Um, I cured myself of anxiety and, and stress over the last two years, um, or the first year in the pandemic, really. And yeah, and, and my physical health issues, which I had, which essentially just like if you sleep and not sleeping for a long period of time, then obviously you're going to have health issues uh, or you might have health issues. It's not kind of a foregone conclusion. But, but you know, like I have a weak gut and then at my, at my worst, I couldn't read an English, a sentence in English. And understand oh. what it meant and, and and i'll just give a bit of context going from someone who on my day job going from someone who's very good at reading like complex legislation and then applying that um to, to not being able to read a, a kind of like a, a, just a simple sentence in english and understanding it you know that's pretty pretty difficult to be honest um but yeah that's that's kind of like I'd say that's probably one of my worst moments, I think. Having spent so many years of my life kind of relying on my ability to think and comprehend loads of different things, um, and really complex things as well, to not being able to understand anything like anything. Uh, that was that that was a particular low point for me in my in my in my life, I guess. Um but yeah, but I love talking about it now because where I was then and now sleeping better, living a happier life, freer, I guess, on a totally different mindset. Um, you know, I can now lighter talk to now. you. Pardon? It's lighter feeling now, yes. Oh, 100%, 100%, like I can't even, it's not even 100%, it's probably like 10,000%. It's just mm -hmm. a totally different, totally different feeling for me now, totally different outlook on life. You know, when I was depressed a long time ago, I used to kind of, think oh why is everything bad happening to me and you know what I actually remember at school um I remember walking past the art block in my in my in my school thinking oh, I've had a lot of bad years you know I, something good's bound to happen to me at some point you know um well now it has but it's just yeah it's just that's kind of how I used to live that's the mindset I used to have to uh, used to have I used to be like oh the world is against me uh, so many different you know difficult things happening to me um I just kind of I did hope for a better obviously because because I'm still here and I think that's one of my fundamental kind of messages is yeah do you have do have hope there is always hope like if I've been where I have been and if I've been through what I've been and I know other people who've gone through um, a lot worse things than I've gone through and then they're they're fine and they're they're doing really well as well um so I think that's that's kind of the one underlying thing I'd, I'd really like for anyone to get I guess from from this is yeah. that no matter where you are, no matter what you've gone through, there's always hope of change um, because I've done it and I know other people who have done it as well.
yeah. So, I guess that's pretty much. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that's pretty much my. I guess my my. I guess my my history in very brief. Uh, yeah. Overview. Um, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting time, and I'll say I'll say I'll also say that like this is really so my my coach is Jane, and also my mentor uh, Chip Chipman. They're very big on like saying you know things are really amazing uh, but at times you still struggle like I still struggle at certain points like I might have a bad day or I might, have, I might even have a bad week or a bad month but like but but compared to where I used to be um and where I was like it's just at an infinitely different level so di infinitely different level and the reason why I wanted to mention that is because you get nowadays with a lot of like Instagram and Facebook, you get all the highlight reels of people's yeah. lives. So you see all the amazing photos, family photos, um, I don't know, parties or, or, or holidays and things. And I think the thing is the same thing, exactly the same thing you get for coaches. Or if you follow coaches or if you follow people in self-development, they'll constantly, or a lot of people, not necessarily deliberately, but they'll give you the highlight reel. Um, so I think for anyone watching and listening i i want to say like you know that's that's not reality that's not kind of that's not it's not what happens all the time for sure it happens obviously um but there are obviously bad days and things that people generally don't put on facebook don't put on instagram yes um so yeah i think it's i think that's probably one of the most important things as well um is that you know you know I, I know a lot more around how we as humans interact with the with with our environment and stuff like that and I've massively I've cured all my mental health issues and you know I've totally different position to where I used to be but you know I still have as I said I still have those kind of bad days weeks or even months um but yeah I think that's really important to say as well. yeah that's wonderful thank you for sharing your story and um I think a lot of people would have, I mean, would resonate that I used to be bullied as well with when I was younger, you know, because my hair now is different. But when I was younger, my hair is like, you know, Afrojack. <laughs> and a lot of boys actually making fun of me because of my hair and they are running after me. And I was like, oh, my God. But. I always kind of like trying to, to escape or hide somewhere so people, but over time, you know, <laughs> I love to fight back anyway. I've been always been a fighter since I was young. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. And I just, it, it, it just curious me when um, you have talked with uh, the coach, right? In the wedding party. Uh, when you were on that, in this, in that uh, event, would you remember what were you feeling? Like, I would assume or I would guess that you have no expectation what's going to happen in that event, right? And then suddenly there's this conversation arise and then there's this guy you have talked with and you felt that resonated. Where you feel like you are already kind of giving up your life, maybe not. But what made you feel that there's a hope? Because you mentioned just now that, you know, whatever you're going through, that there's a hope. When, when exactly you felt that on that conversation that, oh, okay, there's a life more to offer. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think it's an interesting question. I don't honestly, I don't think it was necessarily something deliberate, I don't, or I don't think it was necessarily obvious, like that. I felt hope. I, I think at that point, I'd lived a lot of my life, and I'll say I've lived a lot of my life in in kind of mental uh, with mental health issues, um, or at least something going on underneath. Um, I guess at that point, I was kind of, to be honest, I was probably so tired because I hadn't slept for, for so many like years at that point. And I wasn't actually going to go, but then I, I'm, a, I'm a man of my word and integrity is a massive thing for me. Uh, so I did go, um, thankfully. And I don't know. I, I think the, the honest answer is I don't really know. I think, I think it just intrigued me. I think it was just... It just intrigued me on a deep level. I don't think it was a super, I could say superficial thing, but I don't, I, that's not really what I mean. But it's not on a kind of like um, a really obvious level that it intrigued me. I think it was kind of just like a deeper thing going, oh, you know, there must be something in that. There must be something in what he was talking about that 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 has helped him change his life. Um, yeah, so I don't think, I don't think there is anything obvious. I think, the key, fit, the key memory that I have, and I'll honestly admit that because of the sleeping issues and stuff like that, and because oh. of my, what I've been through in my childhood, I, have, I don't remember a massive amount of detail. However, the one thing that's just come to my mind is when I, when I came out of depression or when I started to come out of depression, was when I listened, and I don't necessarily recommend this because it's a really direct audio called um, uh, Owner versus Victim by Steve Chandler. And I wouldn't recommend to, to listen to it necessarily, but for me, um, I've been talking to my coach, Angus Jane, for a bit before that, and, and it just resonated, the message resonated. And the message is basically that I was being, uh, and this is one of the reasons why I don't necessarily recommend it for people in depression, is that it was that I was being a victim of my, of my uh, situation and the things around me. And I deeply heard that, like I, uh, I actually saw that, I was like, wow, that is true. Like uh, other people can be in the same situation as me, and yet they kind of experience it in a different way. Yeah. They kind of think, oh, you know, this is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, you know, there's there's new opportunities, or some people might even just go, okay, uh, it's just a, it's just you know, it's neutral. It's a neutral event. I I can kind of like choose. I can choose to to move on and, and live yeah. my life. And that's not to say that I was judging myself because I think it's really important it was just something that I saw to be true I had the choice to yeah I had the choice to view my situation differently and move on and the reason why I'm mentioning that is because that's when I started to kind of obviously see the hope like I started to see I love I'm a bit of a geek and I'm a so I always mention it's kind of like the start of or what the start of one of the Batman's, you know, where where uh, where he falls down the well, and he can just kind of see the the top and the light. So for me, it was kind of like that. I could just see the light at the top of the well, um, and it felt like someone had just chucked down a rope. Uh, so that's when I started to really kind of feel hope and, yeah, I guess drag myself out of the well. That's good. So you you see the light when you just said it and mm. from intrigue or curiosity that gives you the, the 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 feeling of okay what is it what is it more and then you slowly with your curiosity it gives you light now 
the next question that I'm going to ask you, this is probably not probably, but uh, I think you would agree, there would be a lot of people out there that still, you know, feeling stuck or lost, you know, and I truly believe that we always have this small or whisper voice, this tiny voice or small voice that whispering with us, giving us the trigger, uh, the, 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 the signs that something is not right, right? And then it, it triggers us either we take, some, uh, we, we take action for something or we just, we just gonna be here. So my question is that, why do you think that despite there's already signs or little voices out there for most of us, right? Telling you that there's something is wrong, that you have to do something, but we ended up not doing anything. Would you know any reason why some of us, you know, decided or chose to not do anything yet, feeling that this is what life is giving me? I think it's an interesting question. I think, I think a lot, and I am talking 100% personally around this. I think in my experience, like life is always guiding me and life is always guiding us as human beings. It's just that when I have a lot of thinking going on about my situation, about something that's happened, or I don't know, for example, my health, if I've got a lot of thinking going on around that, it tends to, it tends to kind of like sounds out, sounds out, it's not necessarily the best way of putting it, but it kind of, um, that's a lot louder than, than the kind of like wisdom, like what I call wisdom, our true self, like the kind of the guidance that we all have and that we all have access to and it will always be there guiding us. I think that is a very quiet voice sometimes. Sometimes it's very loud. Like sometimes I've been like metaphorically or, or whatever, slapped in the face um, to, to, to take a course correction. But a lot of the times it's quite quiet. And, and I think if we've got a lot of thinking or if I've got a lot of thinking going on, I you can't always hear it. I can't always see it. I can't always kind of take notice of it. And there will also be times, and I'm asking, there will also be times when I hear it and I know that's the way I should do it. But then I go back down a habitual habit, for example, yeah. and, and don't listen to it. That's just... It's just human. To be honest, it's just being human. So it's just being human. Understanding that we all, which I totally agree, you know, we always have that moment that we know the answer, yet we chose to pick the familiar choose uh, the mm -hmm. familiar choices, right? But for massive requirement for a change, right? Especially when when we want to live the life that we want to live, what do you think that how we can start to shift especially our mindset because everything is in our thoughts for a lot of people that haven't had the time the the, the the strategies the structure this the the firm discipline that having trouble where to begin or how to start of shifting so they can slowly you know reflect on that moment and then capture okay hang on what's going on <laughs> And then, yeah, and start to take action. What do you think that they can 
they can do such as like practice or principles in the tiny step or action mm -hmm. so they can know how to shift their mindset moving forward mm. yeah so i'll honestly say that i never had any strategies and i've never had any techniques so i guess that's probably not necessarily useful thing for listeners to, to to hear um but at the same time i guess it's quite good in the fact that there's nothing necessarily to do um having said that i think what's really helped me is be open to kind of not to not knowing anything like and that's been the number one thing about my transformation is i've been very open with dropping all my kind of ego habitual thinking and i will say ego and habitual thinking without any judgment of myself without any judgment of the ego um, it's not good, it's not bad, it's neutral. It's just what we think about ourselves in the world. That's not that's not good, that's not bad. It's just mm -hmm. what it is. And being open has to, to kind of dropping what I think I know and what I think to be how the world kind of works and how we as humans work has, has really led to some massive transformation for me. Again, having said that, if there's something tangible that people want to do, then I would for sure check out the the, the books of the guy I mentioned earlier in terms of Sid Banks. Yeah. Uh, it's quite spiritual. There are other, other things that I can recommend as well. But for sure, if, if people are stuck in their lives, I would definitely, definitely uh, recommend checking out his books, his material. And there's another guy called Michael Neal. Um, who, who has a TED talk called Why Aren't We Awesomer? That's also a really good kind of thing to go and actually have a look at and then perhaps look at his books. Um, so those are kind of, I guess those are things people could actually do. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think for me when I was stuck, it was very difficult. I didn't know a direction to go in mm -hmm. and I didn't ask for help. Being mm -hmm. a man, it's not exactly our forte mostly there are obviously exceptions i'm now one of those exceptions um but i would also say like if you're stuck reach out and ask someone you know just just talk to someone and i would really recommend to talk to someone who has a lifestyle perhaps that you you kind of like feel drawn to um particularly in the self-development world i think there's a lot of people who kind of speak very well and kind of like deliver a good message but then it doesn't really attract and I'll just say the one thing that really attracted me to working with my mentor Chip Chipman is that I saw a video of him and another lady called uh, lady, a lady called Elsie Spiffle and what I distinctly remember is I looked at them and they were so calm and collected and I didn't have any of that and I was like that's what I want that's what I want. So I then I, I investigated that. I now work with one of them. Uh, and I see that I already have that. We all have that calmness underneath. Uh, so this, those are kind of like, those are things that I would recommend definitely. If you're uh, for sure, if you're stuck, ask for help is, is definitely yeah. probably the number one thing to do. It doesn't, it, you know, I've been I don't know, I just, I've, I've, in my life, I've mucked up loads of things. I will say relationships with women, I've mucked up on a really bad level. So 
-hmm. you know there's nothing really I'm quite honest about that as well there's nothing it might be embarrassing some things that, that you're kind of like you're struggling with or you might think you should know this by now but like trust me like everyone a lot of people have gone through similar things that was one of the biggest things that actually surprised me when I started to ask for help so many people have been through the same things um, or not necessarily the same things as me, but they've kind of got stuck on a, on a similar thing. And they're like, oh, you know, this, this helped me or uh, I can advise you to listen to this audio or, or you know, that, that kind of thing. So, yeah, num number one thing would be you're not alone. Reach out, ask for help from someone you trust or, or perhaps someone, I don't know, someone you, either, I don't know, a coach or... or, or or something then, then, then I'm, I'm sure if they're if they're a good coach then like my like Ankush Jane is my coach they, they'd help and guide yeah that's I love that you mentioned being a man it's not your forte to open up which is very true you're not raised being that way and mm -hmm. it's great to hear from you that when you know that you're feeling lost you're feeling stuck you're feeling miserable. It's, it's not a sign of weakness. I've mentioned this many times that being open is actually, I mean, I know opening up, being honest, showing vulnerability. And therefore you might think that a lot of people might judge you, but really, if you just think about your, your, your progress, your expansion, your growth, you wouldn't really think about what other people say, at least for me, because I want to change. I want to grow. So I just want to share what's my thought. But I know for a lot of men, and I am really happy you mentioned that. So because we know, and I know there are a lot of men out there struggling as well. We as women, we are very good in expressing our, our challenges in life but most of the men are not. And I'm glad you mentioned that. So for men out there who's listening or watching right now, definitely there's no problem of being open, especially dropping those egos, you know, and just being mm -hmm. honest. If you really wanna have that life that you want to live, all of these things that uh, stopping you, you can just let it go and be honest and open. Because yeah. if you really, like what you mentioned, if you really open up yourself to someone that you trust or someone that you resonate, for example, coach, you resonate with them. There's no room for, for judgment mm -hmm. because yeah. we want you to grow. We want you to, to move forward. So the openness, mm -hmm. dropping the egos and honesty and, and, and just reach out for help. Once yeah, again, yeah. that's not a sign of weakness. That's actually part of the strengths. Yeah, and I'll say that, that, that you know, I used to be someone who, did, who walked down the street kind of like, you know, macho man, get out of my way, I'm not moving. <laughs> and I used to think, oh, you know, I have to be macho because that's, you know, that's what women want. That's what women expect. Like, women want this. Women want like a like a macho man who, you know, can deal with everything and kind of like, which is, you know, it's just, it's just, it's not a reason. I was wrong, like on that, 100% I was wrong on that. And opening up and letting go of my ego, not going to war with my ego, because actually yeah. that reinforces what you're trying to drop. 
um, puts focus on what you want to get rid of and obviously focus what you focus on grows. Um, but that, you know, kind of that had such a massive fundamental change in my life. Like I was a bit atypical, mm. uh, overweight, geek, nerd at school. I was 16, 16 and a half stone. I can't, I didn't necessarily know. Maybe it's 100, 105 kilos. Like I, I, I never talked to any women throughout my teen years. And I'm not joking. I'm just estimating that. You know, I'm, and that's the truth. And letting go of all my ego or at least being open to kind of letting go of my ego um and asking for help and as I said you know it doesn't have to be a coach and as you said it doesn't have to be a coach it could be someone else you trust uh allowed me to to massively transform my life and that it wasn't a weakness to ask for help either you know massive strength to come out and after like I know I think like 20, 20, 25 years or something of, of holding it all in, not talking, um, not being open about what I feel, what I think, mm. you know, massively difficult, massively difficult. But it got to the point where I had to, because otherwise I probably wouldn't be here talking to you today. Yeah. But, you know, but yeah, I think that is the first step. I think that is at least one of the first steps of, of, of changing life and, yeah, if any, I guess if any men are kind of like out there going, oh, but what about this? What what will they think? And loads of people probably think loads of things about me. But, you know, I've got to a point where I see that it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really affect me as much because what really matters to me is what I think of myself and my family think of me. And, you know, there'll be certain things that my family disagree with as well. But at the end of the day, you know what I think of myself is the most important thing and my opinion of myself and being as I said earlier in the conversation integrity being within integrity whatever whatever that means for, for, for people but like for me it means being my word you know being true to myself yeah you know that's what really matters in life I mean it's obvious that you have gone through with what you have gone through and you 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 are true and your self-awareness is very strong, right? And you can say that, that, you know, what matters is true to myself. Now, maybe you would agree or disagree with me, but there are a lot of people, they know what the kind of life that they want to live, mm-hmm. but they're struggling with the opinion of others. This is one of the things that I'm always hearing. I'm just afraid what people would say, but this is what I want, you know? And since you mentioned that, I'm just curious, since you also experienced that during your, 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 this part of the situation where you're having your anxiety, depression, when you realize that to yourself, that what other opinions wouldn't matter anymore, what exactly the shift mindset out there that, I just want you to help us elaborate that because I think it's pretty pretty important for most of the people out there listening and watching right now, uh, struggling with this, the opinion of others that's mm-hmm. becoming more powerful than what you want to live in life. So mm-hmm. help us with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it wasn't like it suddenly kind of like a quick kind of like, you know, click and, and, and suddenly I didn't care about what other people were thinking of me. And, I, there will still be certain things that I probably have um, going on in the background where I might 
get a bit worried about something I'm, I'm you know I'm being totally honest here it's uh, you know it's not it's not kind of like a, like a not like a cure you can't just can't take a clear vaccination and, and suddenly all people's opinions don't matter anymore and I'm not saying it's not necessarily it can be a quick thing but I'm not saying it's it's, it's it's like once and done thing but I think for me and this is I was gonna say it's kind of like it's just doing and then and then seeing what happens and I know a lot of people might not like that but I think for me that has been the case I think it's just you know kind of having the attitude of you know other people will always think certain things about me but like but actually well actually is that actually true like I, this is one thing that I was thinking about a bit earlier when you asked me the question but I used to when I was massively overweight I used, I used to go to the gym I don't go to the gym or I, I climb but like I used to oh what's what what are these really buff guys going to think about me what are these really attractive women going to think about me and mm. like I'd walk around the gym like thinking about you know I'd be in school basically wondering what this. Yeah, one day I realized that they probably they're probably thinking the exact same thing that I'm thinking <laughs> or they're probably thinking like oh what's a dinner or like oh what should I do next should I do 10 reps or should I go swimming like quite often or not they're not thinking about us at all mm-hmm. like this is what I find I'm laughing at myself because I wasted a lot of time thinking at the gym what other people would think of me mm-hmm. and yeah quite often or not people don't think about don't think didn't think about me at all or, or you know like they'll just get on with their own thing and I think the, the funny thing is is that everyone I mean, um, the majority of people are in their own worlds you know they, they're thinking about their own lives it's not, it's not meaning that they're, they're selfish it's just the way it's just the way the humans live their lives you know like we're so kind of focused on what's going on for us in our lives that inevitably we don't kind of think as much around what's you know somewhere else or or you know what what someone else like for, for example for me in the gym they like oh what's that guy overweight doing in the gym well I, you know I guess it's kind of self-explanatory being overweight and being in the gym but you know it's just that's I think the the, the funny thing is that we're always or a lot of times we're scared of what other people think about us but they're doing the exact same thing they're also scared of what we're thinking about them and stuff like that. And I think, I mean, I guess bringing it back a bit also is that, that you know, it is really just like trying it out or taking little steps and kind of going, you know, I want to do that thing. I want to, I don't know, like just using a really small example, I want to go to the gym um, and, you know, I don't know, my mum's not, <laughs> my mum doesn't think this, but like, oh, my, what is my mum going to think if I go to the gym? Or like, what is, what my friends are going to say if I if they do this or, you know, it's just, it's just taking the steps towards what you want in life. And, and yes, it can be hard. Yes, it can be, there can be a lot of mental pressure from ourselves uh, about what we think other people might think about us. But like, at the end of the day, it's just kind of a lot of in my life. It's just me thinking that they'll think something. It's not actually, they don't actually necessarily think that. Mm. It's just me thinking it. Mm-hmm. And it's just because I think it, it doesn't mean it's true. Mm-hmm. However, I will also say that, for example, this is, the, this is kind of a, just the example that comes in my head. 
like I've been working with my my coach for six years and there have been points in my, in my life in my journey where my sister and my mum have kind of been hesitant and me renewing with my coach going oh you know haven't you done enough you know like maybe it's time to kind of do stuff you can you know like instead of going on holiday you're paying money for a coach mm-hmm. and for me it's just trusting myself that I know what's right for me and I go look mum look look you know this is what's right for me this is this is the journey that I want to take for myself mm-hmm. I understand that you know like you might not agree and I understand that to be honest a lot of the times I think it is care from 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 other from from my mum for example I'm using that as an example like parents usually want the best for their children yes so they like but they think oh you should be spending you should be putting money into holidays or you should be putting money into other things but you know the change that I've had in my life from being suicidal, depressed and anxious and stressed and all these other issues where I am now has been fundamentally not only just because of the work I've done on myself but because of my work with my coach I know that that helps me so I can just trust myself and go I appreciate what you think mum but you know this is this is this is this is my journey this is my life these are the actions that I'm going to take and just being okay with her not this not necessarily agreeing and to be honest I'm, I'm using this as kind of a it is partially true but I'm also uh, using it as a kind of overemphasizing particular things it's just like I'm okay with other people thinking negatively about me. I mean, I'm sure there'd be some people in the world who me watch this and go, they have lots of thoughts about me. Oh, he shouldn't be talking openly about this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Cool, that's what you think. But that's not, you know, that's not what I think. And I don't have to kind of agree with what other people think. I don't have to kind of limit myself with what other people think of me. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah I was just going to say quickly and I mean I I think I think also because I've lived a lot of my life in in on my own and I've done a lot of things on my own I will highlight though that I think I I'm kind of also used to doing things on my own as well but I will highlight that as a kind of just like kind of uh, as a thing there but it is something that I did struggle with it is and and as I stepped into that more and more and kind of saw that people actually didn't think of what I people didn't think what I thought they would think yeah quite often enough actually people resonated with what I had to say and what I said about specific particularly around my mental health issues yeah but, oh yeah I had that oh yeah I had that as well yeah I really struggled with that people would be surprised at the support they get if they if they open up and, and yes. if they take action towards their dreams and and people will sometimes people around them will 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 basically try and keep them in a box or they will try and like oh you're doing something different I don't like that because people like normality people like people to kind of (laughs) they don't like change a lot of people don't like change it's just that's just the way it is but it's just being okay with the fact that they might not be okay with you doing something um and to be honest I think I think it also, I think in the longer run, when perhaps they've seen you do something or when or when you meet other people and tell them your stories, I think that will really resonate with people. People are like, wow, that's really cool. Whatever, I don't know, whatever the viewers are thinking, I want to do that. 
but I was facing all this massive struggling from family, friends, whatever. The very fact that you took action anyway and did it anyway, that will resonate with with when and with other people when when they themselves tell their tell their journey. Mm. I think uh, that also boils down to, of course, just it, it, our thoughts can either help us or break us, right? So, and everything else that we think can be actually not true. And for other people out there, uh, sometimes when you really act not act but uh, out of you i think there's always a powerful behavior when you act curious you know and uh with curiosity you will find out that there are a lot of people also would like to figure things out that you're not on your own we thought that you know <laughs> we always have this that oh you know you have your own thing but mine is different we think that we have a different or special case on this in this event but seriously like what you said that we are going through almost the same challenges in life but maybe it's it's just because we are seeing it in different angle different lenses right but just being open as well that will help us and i truly believe you know we're all interconnected and uh, unfortunately there will always be negativity in our environment that but that negativity will also help us to grow right and this will be related to my next question that since there will be a lot of negativity in life and we really want to get to the life that we want to live however we always have these challenges in our life for example uh, I don't know if you have encountered this with one of your clients that when they speak to you, they're so energetic. You know, I feel so light, you know, I can do everything. But then the next day, the moment that you don't, they don't speak to you, their energy again went down. So my question to you, for other people out there, especially if they don't have their own coach, right? And they don't know how to create their mood in a more positive way, so their day will be better as well. So do you have sort of uh, like yourself uh, practice or, or, or routine or uh, whatever you call it, ritual to create your mood more optimistic, more inviting for positive energy so that your day will be also in a good way? To give a short answer, uh, no. I, I, I don't actually do anything. Um, I don't actively I kind of have any mantras or, or kind of like um, uh, techniques that I personally do I think the work I've done on myself the last six years I think it really has helped me to kind of stay on a deep level I don't have to engage with negativity like I have a choice in my life to engage with with, with other people's negativity and even my own negativity. Like mm -hmm. I, I have a choice. I don't have to kind of, I guess, I don't have to board that train. Like I don't, you know, like I don't have to turn up at the station in the morning and go, oh, there's a negative train going, going through. Uh, and some, you know, sometimes I will board that train and, and go nearly to the destination. Um, and other times, you know, I'll just go, no, I don't want to get on that train. 
Um, so no, there's nothing, there's nothing specific that I do. It's just that me seeing on a deep level that everything, everything we experience is neutral. And it's just that what we as human beings put on that with our thinking and our beliefs. You know, I don't, I can kind of, the more I see that, the deeper I see that, the more I can see that I have a choice of whether I'm happy or whether I'm not. And I will say also that I think the more I kind of focus on what's going right and the good, rather than focusing on what's not going right and the bad, the more I tend to kind of just pay attention to that as well. The, the the better experience of life I have as well and this is something that's really been fundamental for me in my health over the last like year is that the more I focused on what wasn't right then the more that got worse the more it came bigger in kind of in my perception and in my reality but the more I kind of focused on well, wait a minute, where was I two years ago where was I three years ago where was five years ago the more I see kind of where I have been where I am now I'm kind of like oh, I don't need to focus on the negative I don't need to focus on the bad or what's going wrong mm-hmm. um you know as I said earlier sometimes I will get on a negative train sometimes I will have days weeks or even maybe a month or something although it's rare nowadays well I'm kind of like oh you know because eventually you know what actually what happens is that generally Sometimes now for me, it's kind of like a low level kind of thing. It's like in the background, and I'm just having a bad day or a bad week. I'm like, oh, why is this happening? And then suddenly I kind of realize oh, I'm being a victim again. And just just kind of not necessarily not doing anything to realize that, you know, not, not having it on in a notepad kind of going, am I being a victim today? You know, not actually actively doing something. It just kind of comes into my into my consciousness that I. I'm, be, I'm, I'm being a bit of a victim to my circumstances and, and to other people and I, I have the choice to not be a victim and that kind of just reminds me and I'm like oh okay but yeah it's not something to do for me it's not 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 an actively doing thing it's just kind of it just it's like it's like forgetting someone's name and then you kind of walk away and you're like oh chill that's that that is it we're literally wired up to to kind of you know, be aware. Um, and yeah, so yeah, no, that's a bit of a rubbish answer, I think, for, for, for people who want, no, to, no. want to actively you... actively do something. But... <laughs> no, 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 you, you actually have the, the key points there. Mm. The power of choose, choosing the choice, you know, you have, mm-hmm. the, you have the choice to make and uh, also focusing of your thoughts rather than in negative why not thinking in positive mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's not rubbish yeah <laughs> i'm listening <laughs> you have but you have the message there you have the message yeah. there so for everyone that mm-hmm. um you know because i think you would agree maybe or not that when we start our day we usually feel like awesome or we already feeling miserable but by end of our working day you feel either more stress or feeling okay because you you've gone through the day and that's it so i think for everyone out there you know in in this in this episode and not in this episode but in this show you will hear a lot of the the term uh the, the things that 
you have the power to choose. You have the power to choose. You have the power to focus. So if you want to have day like full of negativity, then of course you can choose that. But if you're most of us, we don't want to live that way, right? We want to mm. leave the, the possibilities of creating a good life. So mm. we choose, yeah. we choose the positive ones. We choose the yeah. creating possibilities. We choose the solutions, not being the victim. Right, right. And, and I just sorry to interrupt there, but I think it's also important to say that like sometimes, you know, as I've said a few times, like sometimes it doesn't feel like a choice. And sometimes, you know, we were, I mean, I, I'll be honest and say, a lot of my life, I've come up and, got, and felt quite negative in my, in my life, not necessarily as much over the last few years, of course, but like, there are days when I wake up and I'm just like, oh, I feel tired, I feel ill or something. And it's just, it's, it's normal to kind of feel negative during the day. It's just, yes. it's just, it's just, it's being okay with what is. If I yes. have, if I have uh, engaged with negative thinking, if I've engaged with feeling down at the, at the start of the day, you know, that's just, that's just, that's just how it is. The, if I fight that, then inevitably the worse, I, uh, the worse I'll feel. However, now I know that if I have a bad day, then there will be days where I fight it for sure, 100%. I hold my hand up and say that's happened recently. Um, but what I also find, like, when I can, when I wake, sometimes when I wake up and, I, and, I, and I'm kind of like feeling bad or whatever, and I see that I'm doing that, I, I then kind of shift, I, I, then I can shift and, 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 and have, a, have a better day. But it's not something to force on myself. Yes. It's just kind of something, it's being open to the possibility kind of being open to the possibility of allowing my mood to move on, mm -hmm. being okay if it doesn't. And what I find with that kind of open, it's like an open feeling. It's kind of like, it's like, I don't know, it's like going into a class and going, oh, I'm here to learn something and being open to being impacted. It's that kind of, it's that kind of feeling. It's that kind of like, uh of a kind of position i'm kind of like thinking in terms of my kind of like my, my mental positioning or my body positioning it's kind of like oh i'm here to learn i'm being open wide-eyed like a little kid basically yeah. and just being okay with whatever turns up because what happens generally is actually that then i forget about whatever i'm thinking about and then my mood shifts i mean our moods yeah. shift our moods can shift from second to second yeah, from moment to moment when our thinking changes, our mood changes, how we mm. feel changes. Yes. And that can shift, you know, like you could suddenly walk out your door, you can meet, I don't know, um, your friend or, or, or whatever, or your mum, and you're like, oh, you know, like, oh, that's really cool, and then you have a nice chat. And then suddenly our day changes because we've, we've just allowed thinking that was kind of that we were engaging in to move on. So, so yeah, it's, it's yeah. You add cool, on that with um, allowing and accepting the feeling, what you're feeling and uh -huh. yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree with you and thanks for reminding that, that it's okay to feel that way within that period of day. Uh, uh -huh. but okay. We also want to acknowledge that feeling on that moment and at the same time, when you know 
that you want to make a change or to to shift that into you don't want to be stuck that there forever then that's where you're going to stand up and figure things out on creating the possibilities mm -hmm. so now yeah. You want to add on to that or no i was just i was All literally right. just going to say there's one other thing when you, you mentioned and i was just going to mention it but you're talking about how some a lot of us spend our days like we, we uh, early day early early in the day we might be happy and like kind of like sort of energy and then by the end we're kind of like uh, and then like we're feeling down and negative <laughs> yeah. and the only thing i want to mention is that it's totally normal because what happens is we get tired as we or if we're ill then our metaphorical our, like our level of consciousness falls mm -hmm. And we can't see as far as we as necessarily we we could see when we were when we're not tired when we we're like waking up, hopefully full of energy. But when we get tired or when we're ill, it's like a it's like an, like an invisible lift kind of going up and down. It's a very artificial example, but in the morning this lift might be really high up in this invisible tower, and we can see we can see for miles. We don't get caught up in in our thinking, you know, like someone might cut us off when we're driving, or someone might say something, and 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 we go, oh, you know, maybe just a bad a bad a bad sleep or a bad night of sleep or something. We don't really get that focused on it, but during during the days we get tired or when we are ill, that lift is a, it kind of comes down down and down, and then life I wouldn't say life starts to great that sounds bad, but like. We start to get caught up in our thinking around people. We start to get caught up in our thinking yeah. around events. Um, so that, again, that's also quite normal, you know. Like it's just it's just normal. Um, yeah, that's the only thing I wanted to add on. Um, yeah. So there you go. We we covered pretty much a lot of things and uh, helpful approaches that you can practice if you haven't practiced to really focusing, having a good mood, of course, accepting and allowing that moment and, and really move forward and always focus on creating possibilities. Now, I think you have covered the next question, the answer, but perhaps there will be additional that you want to say in terms of keeping yourself optimistic. So how do you keep yourself optimistic? I think I think I've kind of touched on it a bit. It's not it's not something that I actively do. It's just it's just it's just it's just who I am now. Like, and I will say that I used to be the most pessimistic person in the universe. You know, like when I was, I mean, like when you're depressed, so suicidal or whatever, you know, you've got to be pretty pessimistic in your in your life outlook and things like that. And um, it's just as I've done a lot of work on myself, and as I see through the beliefs that I have or I had uh, around how life is how life works how life is you know like uh, a fight how 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 life is something that's happened to me rather than me happening to life um that's that's shifted my perspective on 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 how I am so now I am I I'm a lot more I guess I would guess I would be classify as optimistic but for me I see it more as being open to life and being open to experiencing things and because I know now that I have a choice as, as to how I react to things mm -hmm. like if something if something happened to me touchwood doesn't but if something happened to me tomorrow I know that I will be okay 
regardless of whatever that thing is. I, I, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life. I know other people have as well. I know other people haven't. That's fine. No, no judgment. It's just, it's just the perspective I have now from where I used to be, being suicidal and not really caring whether I lived or died, like to where I am now. It's just, you know, things, things happen in life and things happen in life to kind of help us deepen our grounding and deepen our understanding. And, and what I mean by that is by growing and, and becoming uh, more experienced mm-hmm. and kind of, I don't like to say hardened because I don't think that's necessarily the right word, but it's kind of like these things happen in our lives. Like all the things that have happened in my life, I am truly 100% grateful for and I wouldn't change anything if I could. Like they happen and then they help us grow. So I don't need, I don't think I need to be optimistic. I, I, I'm just open to, to whatever, whatever happens. And I find if I'm open to whatever happens, then usually um, I struggle a lot less. And usually, usually good things happen. And, you know, I, I know this seems to make sense to me. And I don't know whether it makes sense to other people, but, you know, the universe is constantly expanding, they say. So, like, it makes sense for me to live open with infinite possibility because if the universe is always growing and things are always being created. Yes. And, you know, if we have the possibility to be open and it, that things being created and anything anything being possible, you know, why, why, why focus on what could be destroyed, destroyed or what could, why, why focus on like pessimism or pessimistic thoughts, which yes. again are not true in themselves, you know, thoughts and thinking are not true. Like, I don't know why, I, I used to think this. I always used to think that, like, just because I'm thinking it is true or it's indicative of what's going to happen. No, it's just it's just my thinking. It's just made up. This. And, yeah, and the more I kind of see that and the more I kind of, like, just experience and more I'm open to life, then, then I guess the more optimistic I am. But it's just, I see cool things happening. I see cool things happening the more I'm just open to experiencing things yeah and and living in wonderment you know like when the kid goes into a candy store or the sweet shop and they're like oh there's so many sweets you know like and and like you know living in wonderment I think is I don't know that's that's the funniest thing I think to do or to be to come from um so not actually actively doing anything but I guess the one thing that comes to me now is tangible. Again, it's kind of like focus. It's just, it's kind of focusing. But it's just like, and this is this is something that is pretty pretty cool. Sometimes when 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 I do it, I don't actively do it, but I just think it's really cool when I notice. Is that I have a perception about a particular event, and sometimes it might be quite negative. It might be like I don't know. For example, I was, this is really a small example, but like a few months ago, I was walking along the street. And I was just thinking, oh, I just someone parked on the road, and I was just like, oh, they're going to be really bullshit about the fact that they've blocked the path and stuff like that, and I'll turn to the road. <laughs> you know, I got to the door, I got to the car, I got to the vehicle, and there was a couple of builders, and they were like the nicest people I've ever met. And they were like, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry, we'll try and move it, and we'll try and do this. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. But like, but what I loved about that on reflection was like I had the perception that it was going to be like a, b- a bad experience but actually yeah. it was a total and utter ob- opposite and just being aware of no- or, or noting those examples in my life and that is a little example there are loads of other big exa- bigger examples 
like the more I kind of just notice actually things tend to turn out better than I think they would do then the, the more that kind of pokes, pokes holes in 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 the pessimistic thoughts the pessimistic beliefs so they start they start to kind of I guess it's like a balloon you know when you start well, I guess if you start poking a, a, a pin in a balloon it will explode but but I guess it'd be like having I don't know having something and poking holes in it <laughs> and then it's just slowly deflating it's exactly the same I think with, with, um, with, with pessimistic thoughts and pessimistic beliefs it's just taking the time sometimes to kind of look, look back and go actually that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be yeah. um, and then the more you notice that the more I notice that it doesn't seem to make sense to to believe to believe all the pessimistic thoughts that I that I had and, and sometimes I still have because because sometimes I can still be pessimistic on certain things um but yeah it's just it's just kind of like testing those testing those beliefs um yeah. and then kind of like realizing more it's more the perspective you know how you see things and and I love when you said that example um I don't remember which part of the book I mean which which book that I have read or podcast or, or video that I have watched but it's precisely exactly like that that you thought that's going to happen but people can react differently then you realize oh it's okay <laughs> that's interesting so you know and you mentioned once again the power of choice right and uh, it's 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 for a lot of people that uh, looking for strategies, principles, disciplines, approaches. Sometimes it's just really stepping back a little bit and reflect to yourself, what are you feeling? <laughs> you know, and just thinking through and ask yourself either, does it serve me or no? And then if, if because I think there are a lot of people that still feel familiar and comfortable with being there. And that's totally fine. If you feel that you're feeling better to be on the negative or being pessimistic because that's familiar, then it's totally fine. Some, some people can accept that way. I'm just this way, you know? But of course, if you're thinking that there can be something that I can change, then that will be the time that you can shift, right? Mm -hmm. Shift that you always have the power to choose and uh, we discussed it earlier that when you're feeling negative, it's okay, embrace it. But when you know that you got to get up and make some changes, then do some changes. Whatever mm. you're thinking, whatever they thinking could be not true. So do it anyway, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and I was just going to quickly say that, you know, I think one of the massive, massive and fundamental things uh people and i include myself in this uh do wrong or wrong it's not wrong it's just a it's just a misunderstanding that a lot of people have around life including myself in the past and sometimes uh more recently as well i, I will admit but it's thinking that we need to feel good or we need to feel ready to change mm -hmm, yeah. and it's a total total lie uh, that that I used to live in. For example, I used to weigh 16, 16 and a half stone, 100, 105 kilos. I didn't like going to the gym. Like I liked doing sport, but I didn't like going to the gym. I always thought, you know, 
I need to have motivation to go to the gym. I need to feel ready to go to the gym. I need to do blah, blah, blah. You know, like I was putting it into the future. At some point in the future, I'll feel it's the right time for me to kind of go to the gym, you know, like when the stars align and when, when the moon comes up during the day or something, I'm just making this up. But like, I, that, I, what really worked for me in terms of my change was just going to the gym anyway. Like, whether I felt like it or not, just going, just going, just going. And what really also helps me to go to the gym, uh, maybe it might help other people, is I just went at the same time. Like, I got off the bus for my work. I would just go. I would just go every single day at the same time. And you know what? Like, 10, 15 years later, I still do sports at the same time because I just turned it into a habit. I just turned it... I, I just didn't listen to my feelings... Uh, and my thinking, I just went anyway. And the same for other changes. We'll feel we'll feel a lot of hesitancy in change. It's just normal. But if you take that one small step, like every day or nearly every day, then like how much how much will 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 you change in 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 a month, two months, you know, a year, two years, three years? Incredible amounts. Incredible amounts. Yeah, it's 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 like this. This there's an image I think going on around on the internet. Always, it's always going around on the internet. But it's two 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 kind of people standing next to each other. One's on a ladder that's got like a lot of small rungs, and they're further up on the ladder. Well, there's another figure, another person, kind of at the bottom, and the rungs on their ladder are far far further apart, and they're still at the ground. It's not about taking the massive leaps all the time. Sometimes it can be. But like a lot of the time, it's just about what's you know what can you do? What what one thing can you do today to kind of to to take you closer to where you want to be to to be the person that you want to be? What what you know if you were going to do five percent more today, you know what could that what does that look like? Just five percent because you know doing five percent every single day will add up. It will add up quite quickly. Yeah. I, I, I truly supportive with that. I, I love it because that's what I practice as well. And that's what I usually say. Mm. Just start small. You don't have to have a huge action because that's huge action or that huge steps most of the time causing us not to do anyway because it's yes. too big, right? Okay. So, But if we break it down into cubes, like yeah. just if you're having a hard time and telling me that you can't exercise because you have no time, Okay, exercise for 10 minutes, five minutes. Can you do mm -hmm. that? Yep, well, yep. yeah. So, you know, there's always there's always a way. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep, yep. So, <clears throat> sorry. So thank you for that. And of course, for a lot of people out there that would love, especially in UK, if want to, to get connect with you and they want to get to know more of your service and also want to see if they can resonate with you in terms of looking for for some changes or shifts for the life that they want to live or wants to have where they can reach coach Stu. well i'll firstly say that you know like i coach people all over the world so even if you're not in the uk it's totally fine there's no restriction on on on, on uh, citizenship um but they can find me quite commonly on linkedin Stuart Rollins on linkedin uh, Facebook is usually where I write a lot of my things as well. I, I do obviously uh, post a lot of things on LinkedIn. So those are the two two main areas. I also quite like, I'm quite big into my spirituality. So I also have an account called Lao Stu, 
um, uh, on Instagram. So 100% you can contact me there as well. Um, it's L-A-O-S-T-U, not playing at all on the fact that it's similar to Lao Tzu. Um, but ah. yeah, those, those are the three main areas. I do have a website, stuartrollins.com. Uh, it's not currently up to date. Um, so I would, I would just say that the best places to contact me would be Facebook or LinkedIn. Awesome. There you go. There you go, guys. If you wish to connect further, have more questions, want to know more about his story, and it resonates with you, just reach out to Stuart Rollins, either in LinkedIn or Facebook. So thank you. Thank you so much, Stu. Before I let you go, I have a, another question. You can uh, share with me this, the brief or the most powerful message that you can share. So say that you were in a gym, okay? And there's this uh, maybe 16-year-old boy and he felt like he has a very low self-esteem and he was looking at you like, wow, feeling like, you know, looking at you like you're a Superman. And then he asked you, how can I be like you? What would I say? Yeah. I'd say, don't, I'd say, don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like me. No, don't be like me. Don't, don't, don't. He no, felt I, so wow with what you're doing. So he felt like you're a hero. And yeah, he's just no, like, I, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say definitely do not be like me at all. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a certain plan for failure. Um, but I say that because everyone has their own unique uh, being, their own unique person on life. And what I would say to that 16-year-old, if say it was a 16-year-old me, well, for me, for me, I'll just say, keep going, you're, you're doing all right. But like, for other people, I would just say that it's so easy in life to look at other people and look at famous people, film stars, uh, be they women, men, or, or, or whomever. You know, it's so easy to go, oh, I want to be like them. I want to be like them. I want to be like uh, Seth Rune, or, or, or I want to be like, um, I'm struggling to think of someone else famous now. Um, but the secret is, is the reason why they are successful is because they are themselves. They, they are their own unique selves. They are being who they are being. And and I won't say for for all the times, but a lot of the times they're comfortable in who they are and who 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 they, uh, uh, who they're being in the world, including their kind of what they perhaps see. Well, what I see is my kind of like. Um, I would say weaknesses because I, I don't think that's the right word to use but but kind of like quirks like I'm okay with all my quirks or I'm a lot more okay than I used to be let's put it that way so I would say to a 16 year old self look you know or a 16 year old kid whomever it may be I'll just say you know go and live life kind of do what you want to do explore what you want to make the mistakes that you, you'll make and that's that's just part of life. You will make mistakes. I will still make mistakes. But now, and the reason why I never talked to any women for 10 years, and the reason why I never really did anything as a teenager and just sat at home is because I was scared of just going out and making mistakes. I didn't know, actually, that going out and making mistakes is the way that everyone learns. You don't just wake up knowing everything. It's just, and you don't just wake up being really famous. You don't, well, you might do if, you, if you're born into a famous family, but you know, a lot of the times people go out and make mistakes. You know, if you want to have a look at someone famous, Ed Sheeran, like there's a clip of Ed Sheeran when he used to be young busking for money. And he was awful. 
Or he was just like the worst singer you've ever seen. And look at him now. Like yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just going out, finding something that you love to do, you have fun to do, whatever that is, playing computer games. I used to play a lot of computer games, or or sport, or writing, reading, listening to music, whatever you like to do. Just have fun and explore from having fun and that lightness. And you'll and continue to make mistakes, continue to. The biggest thing that I've learned in my life, being at the bottom, absolute bottom, <clears throat> and working my way up to where I am now, is, is just to keep going. There'll be days when I pop up. There'll be days when I feel bad. There'll be days when I make massive mistakes, especially with women, uh, he says jokingly. Um, but it's just about kind of taking the hits on the chin and getting up anyway. And, and I think I think it's a Chinese proverb. It's like, get you know, fall down seven, get up eight. I think my I think my tally is probably at fall down seven hundred and sixty three thousand gap, whatever one plus that is. Um, it's just keep going. It's part of life. It's just part of life. Just to keep going, keep going, keep going. Awesome. There you go, everyone. That was wonderful message, by the way. I love it. Thank you, thank you so much, Coach Stu. Once again, if you guys want to reach out to him, that will be either Facebook or LinkedIn, Stuart Rollins. All right, and. Everyone, if you find this video or episode valuable, make sure to share it everyone that will be benefiting, especially if you want to live the life that you want to live. And as what Coach Stu said, you know, never be afraid of making mistakes. Just keep moving forward. So there you go, everyone. Just focus, stay on track. Never be afraid. Your fear will always be there, but just keep moving forward. Just do it anyway. So thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Coach Sue. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy that interview and I hope that you find it inspiring and motivating. Remember, stay optimistic and take action slowly but surely for your big dreams. Thank you once again and I'll see you on the next episode here at Empower Your Life.